Welcome to another episode of Open Doors, Conversations with Heart of the Father. I'm your host, Jacqueline Harper. Open Doors is a conversation about inviting God's love, presence, and power into our hearts. We are friends and teammates from Heart of the Father Ministries who share in the mission of setting captive hearts free through Unbound Ministry. We're so glad you could join us. Hello, everyone. This is Jen Lozano, and I am your host for today's podcast, episode 26. Today, I am joined again by my handsome husband, Matt Lozano. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, honey. (laughs) Matt just returned from a trip to Lutz, Florida, where he spent a day with 18 priests sharing the message of Unbound and then did a one-day conference at St. Timothy's Parish. Matt, before we begin, do you have a quick highlight from your trip that you'd like to share with our listeners? Mm. I think... The best part of the trip was seeing the teams that are down there. There were there were four different parishes represented, and wow. they were really well-trained. I met with them by Zoom a couple weeks ago, and um, they just did a fantastic job. People were coming back from their ministry sessions saying, they nailed it. They just did a great job. So it was really good to be uh, with them. And the priests were, were really wonderful. The guys from Tampa just really welcoming and asked lots of good questions. And we had a really good workshop. That's awesome. It sounds like a great foundation is being built down there. Absolutely. Good. We have plans in the works to do a full Unbound conference at that parish, probably in spring of 2023. So listeners, you can kind of keep an eye out if you're down in that area. Or if next March you want to be warm for a little bit, you can take a trip down to Florida for an Unbound conference. So today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, the second key of unbound forgiveness. You can learn more about forgiveness by listening to our Freedom in Christ conference series. We have a specific talk that is titled The Power of Forgiveness, or you can read chapter four in the book Unbound by Neil Lozano, Matt's dad. Of course, we will put these resources in our show notes, but you can find those resources on our website. The Talk Power Forgiveness is in any format that would suit you, CD, MP3, MP4, whatever you like. Matt, let's begin by defining forgiveness. Can you tell the listeners what forgiveness is? So our definition of forgiveness is letting go of your right to be offended. So when we hold on to what's happened to us, we hold on to the anger, resentment, we have the opportunity in Christ to let go of that. And we do that in His name and united to Him. And so for a believer, forgiveness is really an act of surrender to the Lord in so much that as we receive His forgiveness and His mercy, we then extend it to other people. So it's that it's that release of giving up the right to be offended. That statement sort of hit me in my core, <laughs> but I like my right to be offended. <laughs> as, yes, we do. As you well know, <laughs> being married to me. <laughs> Only for a little while, though. You, yeah. you usually do forgive me. Yeah. And can you tell me why it's so important that we give up our right to be offended? Well, uh, in one sense, when we don't forgive, 
it gives the enemy the right to uh, influence us in our thoughts. So it's, it's giving the enemy an advantage. It can also be real torment. People experience unforgiveness and bitterness as t- spiritual torment. But more importantly, when we recognize how much we've received God's love, it's important that we give it away because unforgiveness really blocks us from receiving more of God's love. You know, the parable of the unmerciful servant is an example of someone who didn't really receive the mercy he had been offered. And so unforgiveness blocks us from receiving God's love, whereby forgiveness will release it. And so it's so important. Jesus taught us to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. So it's almost, I I imagine it almost like breathing in and breathing out. You receive God's love and you give it away. And if you're not doing one, (laughs) it's going to interrupt the breathing process. Mm -hmm. So we need to be committed to taking responsibility for the process of forgiving, entering into it, um, making that act of the will, and trusting the Lord to change our hearts. It's funny. I had this experience this past week when you shared about giving the enemy sort of influence, you know, when we we don't forgive. I had this experience with one of our children this week, and they had offended me greatly, and I was really upset. <laughs> he who shall not be named. <laughs> or she. <We're, laughs> or she. <laughs> no comments. But I was, as as Matt knows, listeners, he knows what happened this past week, but as I was sitting in my right to be offended... I was giving the enemy influence over my thoughts. And so suddenly, you know, my relationship with this child, the struggles and my frustrations, they just continue to get bigger and bigger. And the lies that kind of come along with this, like things are never going to change. They're never going to get better. And finally, Matt encouraged me to forgive and reminded me the importance of that. And I did and spent some time with the Lord and repented and it was sort of like breathing in, like, huh, like, it's not as big as I'm making it out to be. And I, I do think that was part of the enemy's influence. Yeah, I usually, I tell people that if you've ever noticed that when you don't forgive and you're holding on to resentment, you almost immediately begin to tell a story about that person in your head. And it, it tends to open the door to judgment and criticism and maybe superiority And really, that is the enemy's influence. And so you want to cut it off before it begins. You may not be able to forgive right away, but at least open the door to forgiveness and say, Lord, I want to forgive. And then to try, you know, it's it's really important. I just shared an example of what it looks like to forgive just in your everyday life. But do you have a story of forgiveness um, that can help the listener understand what it looks like from an Unbound Ministry session? Sure. I, I mean, I have so many amazing stories of forgiveness. And for me, it's just one of the most beautiful things to see people, you know, weeping and grieving and, and releasing their pain, naming what happened to them and, and letting go of that person that wounded them. Just for me, the experience of seeing people as they weep and they grieve and they release their pain in the name of Jesus and they let go of that person that's had a hold on them for so long. So powerful. Uh, there's one in particular that makes me laugh because there's this woman who came to me 
during a conference, and she had in her mind that she was going to ask me to pray for her feet, which she had some chronic pain in her feet, and uh, she wanted healing. So that wasn't really a part of the Unbound session that we had, but during the Unbound session, she really profoundly forgave people in her life that had wounded her, and uh, she got back to her seat, and she was like, oh, darn, I forgot to ask Matt to pray for my feet. (laughs) And she looked down, and she was like, I think I've been healed. (laughs) And she came back to tell me that all the pain in her feet was completely gone. So I've experienced that a number of times where people not only experience spiritual healing through forgiveness, but also physical healing. Because a lot of times our physical ailments can be related to the spiritual problem that we're having, particularly if we're carrying resentment. There are medical studies about this, that forgiveness can actually bring about healing in the body. So yeah, there's just just so many moments where the Lord meets people and His power really does transform their hearts as they forgive. Hearing that story just really drives home why forgiveness is so important. Can you tell us, Matt, about the source of forgiveness? Where does forgiveness come from? Yes, that's um, that's really at the heart of our faith as Christians. Christianity could be, I would summarize it as the forgiveness of God. And Jesus gave his life for the forgiveness of sins. And so at the heart of our faith is this central act of love, whereby Jesus on the cross says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And in that moment, Jesus was releasing the mercy of God to the whole world. He wasn't just saying that for the people that were there. He was saying that for all of us, everyone who needs his mercy. So that's the source of a believer's ability to forgive. That's the power to forgive is that if we receive mercy through Christ, then we have the ability to forgive in his name. And so we can access the power of those words when we say, in the name of Jesus, I forgive. That's amazing. That reminds me of what Neil says at the conference. He says, do you want to be like Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we talk so much about discipleship and being like him and following his commandments and uh, the commandment to love one another. That includes forgiveness, you know, and we're never being more Christ-like than when we choose to forgive uh, because that was so central to his mission. That reminds me of a testimony I just received from a woman that you and I ministered to during the summer. She'd reached out just a couple weeks ago and was following up on, on her ministry session. And this ministry session wasn't amazing. You know, I think we did what we were supposed to do. We loved her. We led her through the five keys. But she walked away, and I think we walked away like, okay, like that was okay. It wasn't great. But she went through the process. She went through forgiving some people in her life, and she shared that the next day, even though she hadn't had this like amazing session, the very next day, she reached out to a family member whom she had been estranged from, had not spoken to in 10 years, and they reconciled. And so as you're sharing about being like Jesus, like Jesus came, and I think it's in 2 Corinthians, it says he gives us the ministry of reconciliation. And she really acted like Jesus in her forgiveness and then the reconciliation that proceeded from there. So it was just such an amazing testimony. Yeah, that makes me think of two points that we often make. One is that forgiveness is not a feeling. 
Mm. It's, it's an act of the will. And so during that session, she might have just felt like, okay, I'm saying the words, I'm making a decision, forgiving that person, but her heart opened up. And the second thing is that forgiveness doesn't always lead to reconciliation. It's not the same thing. We can have forgiveness without reconciliation. And, you know, some relationships, uh, you need healthy boundaries and you can't just run back to the person, but you can forgive them. But forgiveness will open the door to reconciliation. So in her case, she forgave, her heart was changed, and the, the relationship was able to pick up again in a really healthy way. And so we can forgive without reconciling, but we can also forgive as the beginning of reconciliation. That's a really good distinction that you made just there. That's awesome. Thanks for that. So I like what you said about it not being a feeling. <laughs> when I'm struggling in my feelings, and maybe just in general, can you share with me how to forgive? Yeah, I, I think that's a good intro because I think the first step is always to grieve. It's always to bring those emotions to the Lord, to open up our hearts. And, and sometimes it may, say, may include saying, God, I'm angry. God, I don't understand. Um why this person did this to me, and really to get in touch with how that person hurt you, to think about what they did, or maybe they didn't do, that you needed, you know, maybe you needed them to love you in a certain way, and they failed to do that. So I, we usually encourage people to just be with the Lord and ask Him for revelation about their hearts, how they've responded to this person, what's been done to them, and then to say out loud, in the name of Jesus, I forgive, name the person, you can name their first name, for, and then name what they did to them, and be as specific as possible. The more specific you can be to name your pain, the better it's going to be, because you're forgiving. Jesus said, you must forgive from your heart. That's from the core of who you are. So when you forgive from your core, it's not just like, oh, I'm just letting it go. It's like, in the name of Jesus, I forgive my uncle for humiliating me in front of my friends and the shame that he caused me when he said these words. So the, the more specific we can be, the better. The other thing is, it may be helpful for you to tell your story first. So finding a friend who can listen to you. And that's part of the healing process is to tell someone what happened and how you responded to it so that you know that someone else with flesh on really heard your story and they can help you by giving you the words. They can give you words to be more specific. And that's what happens in an unbound session. The, the leader is giving you the words to be specific that name your pain and, and leading you through the pronouncements to say, in the name of Jesus, I forgive. That can be extremely, extremely helpful. That's great. So... We want to find a friend, possibly share our story, be honest with the Lord, you know, share our feelings, what's going on, why, if we're angry, grieving, whatever that might be, be specific and forgive in the name of Jesus. And do it out loud. Out loud is so important because when we speak words out loud, we are confirming the acts of the will that we make in our hearts. You know, Jesus, it, in the Acts, it says, if you confess with your lips what you believe in your heart, you'll be saved. And so this, this saving love 
that's coming through forgiveness, we need to speak it out so that we hear it, that we hear the decision that we're making in our hearts. It's so powerful. Awesome. Wow, this is really good, Matt. Thanks for joining me today. I know next week, Neil and Janet are going to continue the theme of forgiveness for the month of March, and they're going to share about the obstacles to forgiveness, um, which is a really great thing to understand and know what prevents us from forgiving. So we'll continue that next week. And if you, listener, are feeling stuck yourself, maybe you could find a friend and ask them to help you forgive, or you can attend an upcoming conference that we are having in the Philadelphia area in Media, Pennsylvania, May 6th and 7th. Um, The registration is open on our website. We'll link it in our show notes. And we want you to go ahead and forgive because it's really powerful and good. It's funny to uh, stare at the person who most often has to forgive you as we give this (laughs) this, uh, little teaching. It's like, oh, we've lived this out lots of of days. And we made it through the podcast without me crying. It's a good day. Well, anyway, Matt, would you like to close us in prayer today? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the mercy and love that you that you displayed when you sent your son Jesus to pour out his life for us, to extend your mercy towards us when we were still sinners. We pray that you would soften our hearts, make us available to the grace that's that's so present for us to forgive. And Lord, I pray for everyone listening that maybe one person, one person who wounded them would come to their mind, that they would just take a moment to make an act of the will and say, in the name of Jesus, I forgive. We pray your blessing on everyone who hears this podcast and that your grace, the mercy of God, would just surround us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about taking hold of the freedom you have been given in Christ, check out our website, heartofthefather.com, and find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Matt, Jen, Rachel, and Jacqueline saying goodbye until next time. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him. And he with me. Revelation 3.20